Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Facebook is planning a news section in its mobile app called NewsTab to be curated by human editors and journalists, not algorithms. NewsTab aims to surface recent and relevant stories, and jobs for the new feature were posted earlier this week. NewsTab will exist outside of the main newsfeed, which Facebook has tweaked in recent months to focus less on publishers and marketers and more on personal interaction. Sources tell the New York Times that Facebook will pay some partners to license and display articles. Another new tool that has seen months of delays, Facebook's clear history, is now rolling out in Ireland, South Korea, and Spain, with other countries to follow in the coming months. Clear History is part of a new section called Off Facebook Activity that shows which apps and websites are tracking your activity for ad targeting purposes, which you can disassociate from your Facebook account or block companies from tracking you in the future. The Wall Street Journal reports that News Corp is developing a news aggregation service called News, K-N-E-W-Z, to compete with Google News, offering hundreds of news sources that link directly to publisher sites. Available as a website and app, News will work with a variety of publishers, not just News Corp sources, and won't take a cut in advertising revenue. News services reportedly signed up with News include The Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, The Washington Post, Daily Kos, The Daily Wire, as well as local papers and magazine publishers. Twitter suspended 936 accounts Monday that were suspected to be tied to a Chinese state-backed information campaign amidst current protests in Hong Kong. Twitter said the accounts tried to sow political discord in Hong Kong, including undermining the legitimacy and political protest movement on the ground. In a blog post, Twitter also said, Going forward, we will not accept advertising from state-controlled news media entities. Any affected accounts will be free to continue to use Twitter to engage in public conversation, just not our advertising products. Twitter also suspended 200,000 spammy accounts before they became substantially active. In a related move, Director of Software Engineering for Google's Securities Threat Analysis Group, Shame Huntley, said 210 YouTube channels were shut down to combat coordinated influence operations in regards to the Hong Kong protests, stating that the channels were using VPNs and other means to disguise their origin and activity. Reddit is testing its public access network, or RPAN, live streaming product this week before a full rollout in the coming months. Alex Lee, Reddit's VP of product, says, We know our users are familiar with streaming across their internet experience because they're seeing it on other platforms. It's become an expectation that a platform should offer this. Lee says the network will be tightly curated with a maximum of 100 concurrent streams that run for no longer than 30 minutes each. The Reddit community will be able to upvote and downvote streams and live chat during broadcasts, which anyone can start. Restrictions for live streams include no NSFW content, no dangerous or illegal activity, and no quarantine-eligible content that Redditors might find offensive or upsetting. Sources tell Reuters that Facebook-owned WhatsApp is in talks with multiple Indonesian digital payment firms to offer their mobile transaction services. This could make Indonesia the second country to offer such services after India, where WhatsApp is awaiting delayed regulatory approval due to local data storage rules. The difference in Indonesia, reportedly, would be that instead of direct peer-to-peer payment services, WhatsApp would instead act as a platform supporting payments from local digital wallets due to strict licensing regulations. Indonesia is Southeast Asia's largest economy and has more than 100 million users. Bloomberg reports that YouTube is finalizing plans to stop targeted advertising on videos aimed at children, according to sources. 
The U.S. Federal Trade Commission recently reached an undisclosed settlement with YouTube over an investigation into violations of the Children's Online Privacy Act, although it's unknown if these changes are part of that settlement. Going forward, videos would use contextual ads based on the content of the video rather than based on digital identifiers of the viewer. It's unclear, though, how YouTube will define if a video is directed at children. The Washington Post reports 12 of the U.S.'s largest telcos have signed a pledge to implement technology to spot and block robocalls, make anti-robocall tools available for free to consumers, and deploy a system that will label calls as real or spam to fight a practice known as spoofing. This pledge is part of an agreement between 51 attorneys general and the industry to fight robocalling. The carriers include AT&T, Comcast, Spring, T-Mobile, Verizon, Windstream, and U.S. Cellular. The Linux Foundation announced the formation of the Confidential Computing Consortium with the goal of creating standards, frameworks, and tools to encrypt data in use on devices, application, and online services. Current encryption standards focused on data at rest or in transit, with the new consortium focusing on data in use. Microsoft will contribute its Open Enclave SDK, Intel is contributing its Software Guard Extensions SDK, and Red Hat is offering the NARCS project, which is a framework for running serverless applications in trusted execution environments. The other members at launch are Alibaba Cloud, Arm, Baidu, Google Cloud, IBM, Swisscom, and Tencent. And finally, Amazon Fresh launched in India starting services on August 23rd in Bengaluru, with plans to expand to Mumbai, Delhi, and Hyderabad soon after. Fresh will offer two-hour deliveries on 5,000 food items, with orders placed through the main Amazon India website and app. Amazon had previously offered limited food delivery in India through the Prime Now app. The online grocery market in India is currently led by Big Basket and Grofers. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.